2: ah yes ladies and gentlemen welcome back with the most dynamic backcourt in podcasting your boys are back nick and impy here Imp, what's good baby
1: yo are we steph curry
2: and clay thompson or are we
1: john wall bradley Beal? Or are we Dame Lillard, CJ
2: McCollum? Or are... <laughs> I, f- I feel like we got to be CJ and Dame right now because the other guys are all banged up and injured. And I know me and Claire are ACL boys. But, yeah, we're back. We have a lot to cover, man. You know, we kind of got... Kind of got banged up with scheduling. Yep. Right. Free agency, all that mayhem. Turns out you're up in the, in the woods at your summer house, chilling Fourth no, of wi- July week. No Wi-Fi. All Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi in and out. In and out. Mostly out. Yeah. Mostly out. If we would hit up the group chat like every like seven eight hours, yo, I'm here. What's good? And then like disappear again.
1: Yo, Catskill Mountains. Uh, not the best cell phone towers. Not the best Wi-Fi connection uh lovely lakes and and love the smell of the glur- the grass but uh technology uh not the best
2: yeah you got to go like into the town to get some service i remember that shit no you know what guys uh not for nothing my invite you know it's You guys have gotten more invites than I have gotten, basically, is what I'm trying to say. You're coming up. I'm coming up, for sure. All right, but yeah, yo, we haven't been able to record anything. You know, I I put out an episode with uh, my girl Hannah from Chat Sports, got the link up with her, and we sort of talked about the Lakers and all that, because she's the Laker girl over with uh, NBA Live, but, you know, I haven't had my guy on here, and there's a lot we need to talk about, man. A lot of craziness, free agency. Yeah. Before, you know, we we got a couple of nice little uh, talking points set up, but... You know where do we where do you want to start, bro? Because it's like you know we so start with the, much with the Kawhi trade, the Kawhi PG trade, Rush trade. G- like, well, lead I us d- off,
1: oh,
0: man.
2: Uh, we can start with Kawhi, Kawhi and PG. So Kawhi basically um, turns his back on Toronto. Ah, uh, don't say that, man. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't say that because we got a lot of fans from the six. But like, it's not even
1: about that, man. It's just like. He, you know, with all due respect, he, you know, he got traded there. He won them a ring, their first championship. How can you be mad?
2: No, no, you can't be mad. Yeah, that's why I I, I mean, you could
1: be mad that he didn't resign, but you can't be mad at the... Like, big picture, right? Sometimes you got to take a step back and think about everything holistically.
2: And It's a little weird, though. Like, not many guys win titles and then leave the place that they're at. And especially, like, the thing with him, and I understand his love affair with wanting to go to L.A. That's been rumored for a while... There were big reports that Popovich didn't want to trade him because why am I going to trade him to L.A. and have to go through him in the Western Conference, right? And then he ends up going there anyway. But that's that's besides the point. But, you know, you don't really see guys win titles and leave. And also, I just felt like if I was Kawhi and it's easy to say that, you know, but from a basketball standpoint, it made sense with all these guys on the Raptors being on one more year deals to run it back with the team, you're basically not going to get tested until round two of the playoffs. At least. At least, right? And you know what you have. You know that they can manage your load. Hey, yo, <laughs> load management has become a big a big thing, a big talking point as of late. You know what you have. You know the players that you have. You know that these guys can play in big moments. You get another year of Siakam who, you know, Siakam, yeah, most, improved. most improved player. And it just made sense from that, but ultimately he picks LA and he picked the Clippers, and he ended up getting Paul George to get there too, man. Well, that was the thing. I think the cold
1: conversation, you know, behind closed doors, was, "I'll sign here, but I need another guy." And you know, um, you know, credit to Balmer and 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 Frank um, and, Lawrence and, Frank Lawrence Frank, yep, and Doc not Frank Nillakina, of course, <laughs> <laughs> and Doc Rivers. Um, for kind of making it work Um, because, you know, they gave up, you know, quite a bit for Paul George. Um, But obviously it's worth it because at the end of the day, the way I see it and the way I hope everyone else sees it, and I'm sure this is the way that they saw it, in that trade came Kawhi Leonard as well. Like, I know it doesn't – it's not exactly how it it worked out, but the theory is you trade for Paul George, Kawhi signs. So, you know, in the back of your head it's like, all right, well, at least I'm giving up all these pieces. I'm getting Kawhi as well. So – you know, look, awesome organization. Jerry, you know Jerry West has done an amazing job out there. Um, you know, you have a Hall of Fame coach and Doc Rivers now. Um, you know, and and the Clippers, you know, played pretty damn well in the playoffs. They played pretty well. You know, they 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 you know they make some trades at the trade deadline. Everyone kind of thinks that they're packing it in. You know, the players even confront Doc Rivers midseason. They're right. like, "Are you guys giving it up?" He's like, "Hell no, we're going to make the playoffs." Lo and behold, they do, and they played pretty well against the Warriors in that first round. So, um, you know, you know. Things are looking up for things are obviously looking up for the Clippers, Um, and and just you know whenever you know if you're a Clipper fan out there and you're like damn we gave up a lot don't say that because you got Kawhi. Um,
2: Yeah, it was funny because that shit also happened Fourth of July night at like two in the morning Eastern time. Yes, two o'clock Eastern time. Yeah. However
1: that's all happening out west, so it's really eleven o'clock at night. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But you're right. But I just remember leaving my buddy's house, and I'm I'm heading back home, and like my phone flo- my phone just blows up. And obviously, when I'm driving, I don't look at my phone. I really don't. But I do have I have it uh, you know face up, and I saw it just kept. And I saw it was, like, Bleacher Report. I had Woj still subscribe to his tweets and whatnot and, like, notifications. And then I'm listening to the news, and then I heard it on the news. Like, it felt super old school where, like, I got my breaking news from there. So, I just couldn't believe it, man. I yeah. couldn't believe it. And the load that they got back, the Thunder, a lot of draft picks, four unprotected first-round picks, one protected first-round pick, swaps. two pick swaps, uh, SGA, who a lot of people are super high on. I like... Uh, Gilgis Alexander as well, and nice. they got Danilo Danilo had a great season last he year. He did, and you know, he's not bad. It's just that he was hurt a lot. Yeah, when he was younger, he can up. He's a good
1: stretch pick. He can get to twenty without a doubt. Um, so how do you how do you ultimately like you do that trade if you're the Clippers, right? Every day, twice on Sunday, because like I said, it's 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 the fact that Kawhi is signing as well. You know, if they I, they don't pull the trigger unless Kawhi signs. So, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Do,
2: you definitely don't do that, no.
1: So that's that's the logic behind it. You gave up so much, but you're instantly a title contender.
2: You know how I feel about this. I love their crunch time. I love four minutes left, 88, 89, on the road, who's your five? They're going to throw out Bev. Yep. Lou Williams. Yep. Kawhi, Paul George, and Harold. That's a... Dope starting five. Yeah. Well, they probably have a center mixed in there. Somewhere. Sure, like Zubak. Yeah. Zubak re signed with them. I get that. But I just think that's a dope starting five. And,
1: you know, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure, you know, they're talking about this behind closed doors, but that, talk about a defense, right? Talk about an amazing defense now. Where, Versatile, too. For, well, first of all, the whole team can pretty much switch. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like Pat Beverly's guarding you. Someone sets a pick. Oh, and shit, Paul George is guarding you. Someone sets another pick. Kawhi's guarding you. It's like, what are you going to do? And the one thing about Pat Beverly, look, he's not going to kind of you know fill up the stat sheet, but that's a role player that guys want to play with. He's hard-nosed. He plays tough. He plays hard every single game. That's a guy that, that superstars want to play with. You know, That's a guy, that's a guy that Kawhi and, and Paul George would definitely want to play with, and it makes sense.
2: And you know why else I think they want to play with him? Because they don't want to go up against him. That's another thing. He's he's such a he's such a annoying like he's like a cockroach, man. You can't get rid of this guy. He's always there. He he stays out of foul trouble too for a guard who really guards your best guard. And you look at the West, man. You got like a lot of guards. night in in, in one week you might see Booker, Dame, Dame Curry and like Russ. You yeah. know, it's 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 a murderer's row of guards out west. And then one thing is just let's not forget
1: how good Landry Shamet is as well. Like yeah, super under the radar guy came yeah. over in the Tobias Harris trade, um, and he didn't you know and, and and he didn't leave either, which is which is kind of big as well. Um, you know, kind of rounding out the roster. If I'm looking at it here, uh, Wilson Chandler, right? Yep. Like, you know, it could be it could be worse without a doubt. Harkless. Who's a dude that, you know, I think he's a St. John's guy out of New York. Um, yeah, you mentioned Zubak. And, and, look, you have a Hall of Fame coach in Doc Rivers that's well-respected across the league. So, um, you know, obviously they're title contenders. You know, it's the Battle of L.A. Talk about the Staples Center this year, man. Yeah, Anthony Every Davis. Night. LeBron. Every night. Yeah.
2: And, and you know, there there are reports, and it kind of makes sense that for, for, for the longest time, Kawhi didn't want to play with LeBron because, like, he's trying to compete with LeBron and beat LeBron and be better than LeBron. So, also, him holding out this long kind of delayed the Lakers' plans in free agency, not being able to go out and maybe getting a guy like like a Middleton or, or, or no, entertaining right. the idea of a Middleton, right? Like Because they, they're like, yo, if I'm going to get Kawhi, fuck that. Why do I need anyone else? Let me just get him, you know? Ka- Kawhi waited, what, two two to three extra days? I believe so, yeah. yeah I want to say. Because the mayhem really started on Sunday. Sunday afternoon. Well, was just breaking down all the... The where guys were going, and then they signed days later. Yeah,
1: no, you're right. That's uh, you're absolutely right.
2: Um, Although to
1: be now, look, obviously, if you can sign a guy like Kawhi, that's a no brainer. However, um, generally speaking, I think what they should have done was balanced out the roster, spending that money elsewhere. Look, Kawhi's a totally different story. But I'm just saying, if you were gonna get a max guy like a like a Middleton, right? I'd I'd prefer to or like a Kemba. Now that I think about it, I'd rather take that. You know, close to a max slot and, you know, spread it out across the rest of the roster, which they wound up doing. So, you know, it could have been worse for the Lakers, although Kawhi would have been unbelievable. Just saying, I'm not mad at what they did spreading it out.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of moves. We have a game set up where we're kind of going to run by a couple of talking points. But I do also want to mention another trade. With the Thunder. Yeah. Like, they get rid of their boy. You know, Ippy always likes to throw out, yo, your boy, your boy. Like, nah, this is really the Thunder's boy. Because if you think about it, when they went to Oklahoma City, that was their, their pick. And, like, Russ didn't play in Seattle. He actually played all his years in Oklahoma City. So, a young Thunder fan who's in his 20s now got into basketball, like, or even if he got into basketball, like, he's our age, right? A kid that, like, a millennial. Yeah. A Thunder, a millennial fan who's, like, 22, 24 years old. All he knows is Russell Westbrook. Yep. And they trade him. And not for nothing, I feel like it was a good move for both parties. Yeah. You see what your ceiling is with Russ as, like, your main guy. You know, this is it. another guy that gets traded away from him and Paul George, right? And he goes and he meets up with his boy again with the D'Antoni system, James Harden, over in Houston. How do you feel about that? When you first saw that, what was your initial reaction? I mean, I like you said, I agree it was great for both parties. Um, he gave
1: you 11 years, man. You can't be mad at Russ. Yeah, and also, like, you can totally understand his position, too. Like, they know that they're in rebuild mode. They got all those draft picks. Especially
2: after the Paul George That's trade. That's what I'm like, saying.
1: They knew what time it was. And, and and to be very transparent, they probably knew that that was their ceiling. They lost to the Blazers in the second round, right? Yeah. It's like, first on, round. First round. Sorry. They I haven't been
2: out the first round since Durant left.
1: And so, look, say all you want about the Paul George injury. The truth is that was probably their ceiling. But maybe even if, even if Paul George is healthy and they win that series, maybe they're not going to get past the second round, right? So yeah. the idea is like, all right, you tried something. This was the ceiling. It's not going to work. Let's fucking blow it up. And then for Houston, I like the move because the flashback. Do you want to call it one year or two years ago? Well, Chris Paul got hurt.
2: Uh, shit, it's like eighteen two. months ago. Yeah,
1: so like a year and a half. So what they were, they were up in the series. Chris Paul gets hurt, and they wind up losing. Obviously, but look, the idea here is you swap Ross for Chris. That's a better team. Regardless of what anybody says, Russell Westbrook is an improvement over Chris Paul. Agree or not?
2: Yes. Yes, I would agree with that. Also, the, the contracts the contract. sort of match up, which makes sense. Now, Russ is a year longer. His deal would be a year longer. Um, but also, he's three years younger than Chris Paul. So, you kind of take that. Now, from a basketball fit, does it, does it work? Because these are two guys that have like all-time historic usage rates. Like, it's like Allen Iverson and then these two guys, like prime Allen Iverson. So how do you think that's going to work, man? Because these are two alphas that need the ball in their hands at all times.
1: Yeah, but we kind of also said that about Chris Paul and James Harden, too. And then it didn't work.
2: It didn't work. But I also think that that will happen because, like, it was good in the beginning. And I feel like with Russ, there is a way to get out of this trade if worse comes, like, if it gets bad. Because he is younger, you could sell to another team. They're like, yo, he's still in his athletic prime. Yeah, MVP. And he's still like a guy. He's one of the few guys. I want to give a shout out to Bill Simmons. He says, Russell Westbrook, I think he tweeted this, is one of like the handful of guys that matter and move the needle. Yep. Line movers, odd shifters. That's what Russell Westbrook is. Now, it's going to be interesting to see which one of them is going to play off ball. They are going to have a whole season to experiment with this. I love what D'Antoni said because D'Antoni is an easy person to target and and nitpick at because he's never won a championship, which, you know, you um, is it fair to say that you're a rings guy? Yes. You're a rings guy, right? I used to be a rings guy. Um, As I've gotten older, I've kind of gravitated away from that take. Now, I respect it, you know, but I don't think it's the be all end all. And I do think a guy like that does get slandered for the wrong reasons. And he mentioned, he's like, yo, I'm not changing anything. Our offense is the best offense in the league. And besides the Warriors who have an all-time offense. So, like, we're doing, it's working, you know? Yeah. So, I, I'm interesting, interested to see what this fit is going to be like for these guys. Is it,
1: dude,
2: I don't, Who plays off ball? Who doesn't? Nobody knows. So, the, the bigger issue... If if you want to go into breaking down Xs and Os and get a little analytical here, they shoot a lot of threes. And Westbrook, his biggest demise is shooting threes and not realizing that you know, I'm just not good at threes. Yeah. So, ideally, he, like I can't even I can't even say this and believe it. Like, do you tell Harden to play off ball so that he could catch and shoot since he's a better catch and shooter from 3 than Russ, I, I, but then how do you tell Harden like, yo, bro, you've been an MVP finalist or won it I, last three seasons with you being the man?
1: I think that when when it comes to like, you know, maybe a turnover or rebound and they want to push the ball, maybe it's Russ bringing the ball up, right? Pushing the, pushing the pace. But if it's kind of like slow half court, maybe it's Harden bringing the ball up. That's kind of the way that I could potentially see it. I don't really know. Russ is a guy that can kind of grab his own boards and, and, and push the rock, so... I can see that definitely being a case. Um, But the one thing that I do want to mention is Houston does one thing really well. It's space to floor. Right. I don't think Russell Westbrook will ever be on a team that has more spacing than uh, this upcoming season with the Houston Rockets. It's going to be dangerous. There's going to be guys in the corners that can knock shots down, and he's going to be able to kind of run pick and roll or run ISO um, and really have tons of lane to kind of slash to the rim. So that's one thing that I'm interested in seeing because, look, playing at Oklahoma City, you know, they, they didn't have the shooting that that, that Houston has now. You got Steven Adams down low, You had other big guys down That's low. That's a hell of a
2: point that Russ never was surrounded. The downfall from the Thunder organization is… Never shooting. Never had shooting. Never had great shooting right?
1: You got guys like Roberson and, like, I, Paul George is a great. Is a good shooter, but Paul George is not, like, a knockdown, like, a, a lights-out three-point shooter. No, but, yeah, but
2: having one isn't going to solve everything, the needle. you know? Like, with, with, you know, P.J. Tucker, Eric Gordon… um. You know, you got Harden, Russ, and Alcapella. No, dude, no. but Alcapella no, doesn't shoot threes. But I'm talking about that's a hell of a starting five right there, too.
1: And then you kind of flip the script. What's one thing that OKC is really great at? Drafting. You say what you want about look, they maybe not have, they maybe you know, <laughs> they may not do the right thing with the draft picks, right? But think about who they draft, who they've drafted. Yeah. Granted, KD fell to them because Portland right. took Odom, but uh, Gr- Odin, but nonetheless, Odin, but nonetheless. You've drafted Harden, you've drafted Westbrook, and you've drafted KD. You even drafted Ibaka,
2: you Not for nothing. Ibaka. Ibaka was a nice pickup for them.
1: Yeah. So they've. So one thing Sam Presti can do really well is draft players. So you know, look, they have in 2020 they have the Nuggets' first round pick, top ten protected. That's easily that'll be fine. They have their own first round pick, and then they have their own second round. In 2021, they have their own first round. They have the Heat's first round unprotected, and they have their own second round. I'm, Nick, I'm going to keep going for a bit. Good. Good. In 2022. They have their own first rounder. They have the Clippers first rounder. And they have their own second round pick. 2023. The better of the first round picks um, between the Thunder and the Clippers. The Heat's first rounder lottery protected you'd think that they're going to be the heat event you know moving forward the heat are going to be better jimmy butler they're gonna make some moves they'll um, definitely
2: be a playoff team because jimmy butler is the kind of guy that could get your team at the playoffs six,
1: 17, without yeah. and then they own their own second round pick 2024 their own first rounder clippers first rounder unprotected grizzly second rounder their own second rounder dude their draft picks that multiple draft picks are going all the way till 2026 whether it's they're keeping these picks and making you know making these drafts draft picks, or they're packaging some of these picks to make a trade because it's tough to kind of sign guys in OKC, right? It's not necessarily a big destination. So, whether they keep these geez, draft picks and 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 take these guys, or they're packaging them and and and, and making a trade for somebody, um, like you said earlier on, it's a win win for both parties, I think, without a
2: doubt. Yeah, you have you have to make that trade. I I think when a guy you can't be angry at a guy like Russ. I mean, look. I think it might have been he went to the organization and been like, "Yo, look, you guys got rid of Paul George. If I'm open to you shipping me, if you want." Yeah. And they took advantage of something that you have to take advantage of. Question: Before we get into this game that we have set up, does Chris Paul start the year with the Thunder? Yes. So you think he's in Oklahoma City? There's
1: nowhere for him to go. That's the problem. Yeah. There's no no one has no one has the cap space
2: really. So there's one team that can make maybe make a play for him and they just signed Ben Simmons. And like I've heard that being floated around but then like yo Chris Paul can he get along with Embiid? But yo Chris Paul on that team would be perfect. A guy that can knock down some shots, be a leader, be a be a veteran guy and spread the floor for the bigs. Yeah. And and if you're and yo if you're the Sixers one thing you could do is be like yo look We'll take on the Chris Paul trade uh, contract, contract, which is ultimately the demise of him moving anywhere. Yeah, People yeah. don't want to pay that contract. But being like, yo, you got to give us some picks too. So, like, we'll take on the contract. Sure, you're getting Ben Simmons, so you're going to be paying him because he just got paid. Uh, shout out to him. Good for him too. Shout out to Clutch Five Sports. 5 for 170. 5 for 170. He's got to shoot a jump shot next year. Uh, though. <laughs> crazy, crazy. He got rid of Kendall Jenner, so maybe now that Kardashian <laughs> curse is, is flipped on, but um yeah man so maybe that's the only way that's yeah. the only way you could get chris paul you got to be like yo, you got to send me some picks too and i'll take that contract you could up. just do the john wall contract for the chris paul contract and call it a day wow no, I'm just- wow imagine just joking you need my boy brad too to come over there that's another conversation for another oh day. man all right so we have something set up over here there's uh five major talking points our favorite signing the worst signing which contract will age the best, which contract will age the worst, and a contract you don't understand. Sorry, a contract you wouldn't do, but you understand why the team did it. Got it. All right, lead us off. Favorite signing,
1: Kevon Looney, Golden State, going back. Uh, three years,
2: $15 million. Yes. What a bargain. Yes,
1: you're hearing that correctly. Three years, $15 million. Look, total, not not to, per year. To, yeah, total. Yeah, no,
2: I know. It's just
1: crazy. Um, I, I said that Looney coming back on this cheap deal is huge uh huge part of the team over the past two seasons. Steve Kerr on the records calling him a foundational piece for this team. Um and and look, it looked you know it seemed it it seemed crazy to think that he would actually be back. Um but you know, especially considering, you know, the sign and trade for D'Angelo Russell off for Golden State. They were really close to running into the hard cap, which limits how much money they could have spent. Um, and look, ultimately, I think the fact that he's not a big stat sheet guy is the reason that they were able to re-sign him. He's not, he doesn't score many points. He's really solid defensively. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's a glue guy. Um,
2: he, but, can, he showed out these playoffs, too.
1: Yes, and he showed fucking toughness with the shoulder injury, right? Yeah. Chest injury. He, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, I think play, it was like a collarbone. He play, might yeah, have played
1: through the pain. Um. Look, dude, he's been to four NBA finals, and he's only 23 years old. Let that sink in.
2: So, um, I think that was something where he probably, I'm sure he got offers from, like, other teams. Yeah. But he was like, yo, I like the infrastructure here. I know what I'm getting here. They know how to handle me. Um, I go to the finals every year. I go, yeah, I'll make a deep playoff run, and I'm a key piece to what they want. So, why not take some less money? And, look, he's 23, right? He only signed for three years. So he'll, he'll be able get, to. He still has a chance to make his money.
1: And look, and there's and the contract extensions exist. Yeah. If he plays well this year, right, or maybe you know he plays well this year, maybe going into next year they kind of re up him, right, and they give him a bigger deal later on. Like that's that exists, you know, because we all know the Warriors roster right now is a bit in flux. So anyway, that's my favorite signing. What about you? Man,
2: I'm staying with the Warriors. I love the D'Angelo Russell move. Yeah. Now. Clay, it's rumored that his surgery went really well, which nowadays pretty much all the surgeries go really well. Um, he'll be back maybe March. Wow. So that's pretty significant. I, I've heard other did people he tear say. he tears his ACL? Yeah, yeah, it, he, yeah did? he tore his ACL. I've heard other people say that maybe like all-star break he could come back. Now, I don't know how soon he could be Clay Clay, but even so they'd be able to throw out such a unique look of like, three guys in the backcourt kind of thing right yeah. like curry clay and d and then you got draymond running around doing crazy shit and you got like looney that's a hell of a starting five and yeah. also like d'angelo russell not for nothing was an all-star last year he was a deserving all-star too sure he got snubbed as a starter and shit and as the initial rosters came out but then eventually he was like a, a injury replacement um he could shoot Right, I think there's a knock on him because like all that shit happened with like Iggy Azalea. That was like so long ago. He was 19, bro. He was the 20 year old kid. Like, yo, I'll never understand why people hold so much against these guys. Like, bro, I'm 28. I'll be 29 in March. You give me $10 million now, I'm going to act a fool. I can't imagine being 19 acting a, a fool. superstar yeah. athlete with millions of dollars at 19 years old. Like, there's no way. I'm going to do some dumb shit. It's just, it's just nature. Yeah. Right? Nature versus nurture kind of thing. So, I like D'Angelo Russell. Now, what are they going to do come trade deadline? Are they going to ship him or whatnot the, for more pieces? The rumors are they're going to ship him for a big. Yeah. Who Who knows? Who knows? This could be something to like. You know, you get. It. He's not Clay, but he's a guy that can work with Steph in the backcourt and keep the team afloat. I I'm interested in seeing Clay play a little. Uh, uh, I'm interested in seeing
1: Steph play a little bit more off ball, because look, Steph's the best shooter of all time. Yeah. So, and he's a great handler. He's a great passer. But I can only imagine how dangerous he'd be in a catch-and-shoot situation right. more often. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, And so now you have a guy that can you feel comfortable with bringing the ball up. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited to see Steph play off-ball a little bit more. Not sure if it's going to happen. If I had to guess, it would. Um, and that's kind of one thing that we were talking about actually in our group chat with our buddies, Steph's usage rate. Um, everyone thinks that it's going to go up. And that makes a lot of sense considering, you know, there's no Clay, there's no Durant. But at the same time, he's not going to be carrying. I don't think he's going to be
2: actually physically dribbling the ball that much. I love him as an MVP candidate this year. Steph. Yeah. I wish his odds were higher. Like, he's like the second favorite behind um, Giannis. Giannis. His odds shifted a lot. Because, like, yo, not for nothing, man. The MVP award has become a. Uh, Storyline narrative award. You're right. So, what's going to be the big thing with Curry this Keeping year? Keeping them afloat. Keeping them afloat. Durant left. Clay's not there. It's just you and Draymond. If he shoots like 50% from the field, 45% from three, drops like 33 a like game, a four and they're like a top four seed come January, there's going to be a lot of Curry momentum to you're him right, being the. Right. And in regards to his usage, yeah, I know us two are on opposite sides, but yo, know, tweet at us, at Veterans minimum. Let us know. Do you think Steph Curry's usage is gonna go up or down next year without those guys? Yeah. Um all right, we're signing. Terry Rozier? That's that's kind of like was the it, obvious was one. It, yeah. Wh- yeah? A lot of people have been slandering the shit out of that signing. Three years
1: close to sixty mil. Um Ready for this, Nick? The Hornets are about to pay the same amount to Terry Rozier across three years than they paid Kemba across his entire eight years. Hell yeah! Wow. What's yeah. crazy is it comes out that the Hornets didn't even give all, offer Kemba the max, um, which you know, it's different if you like offer him the max and he doesn't take it, right? Because yeah. then, then you like, then it's like, all right. He said no
2: to us. He said no, but you yeah, didn't, yo, you and know You know
1: Supposedly, it wasn't even close.
2: Yeah, the numbers were super off. So now, if you're a fan like that, could be something where your fan base not turns on the organization. Well, too. Without a doubt, um, you're so just, right. How if if they should have at least offered him, and then if he said no, then he says no. Story. You can't say nothing if you're the you're the team there. And look, we pl- And look, Rozier plays a position of need. Kemba's gone. I
1: totally understand that, but there's like not enough evidence to suggest that. He's
2: worth the money. He had what the one playoff run. He he got this money because of that one playoff run. Yeah. Yeah. So he should give some money to Kyrie Irving for getting hurt. Yeah. Because he doesn't get this contract unless that happens.
1: He shot less than forty percent overall in all of his four seasons. Uh, I you know I I think I said it earlier on. It's 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 a little desperate.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It it just doesn't. There's a lot of shit going on in Charlotte. Uh, that team's gonna be really bad this year. Um, just a mess. And the problem is they don't draft well, really.
1: Kemp is the one guy that they drafted. Yeah. Right? Like, think about, like, the, so, supposedly there's a rumor going around that the, the that the Hornets turned down three first-round picks from the Celtics for Frank Kaminsky. Instead, they drafted Frank Kaminsky. That's, like, a real thing that, like, people are out in the open talking about. And so not only are you not drafting well, but you're also, like, turning down, like, tons of future first-round picks to draft the guy that's – come on. Kaminsky, yeah, Frank the tank, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the trouble there's there's definitely trouble in Charlotte, um, and so yeah, we're signing for me Terry Rogier.
2: I'm going with Tobias Harris, really, yo. So, like, okay, so uh, I'm gonna factor in two things. I I think the Sixers let go of the guy that really carried them in the playoffs, losing Jimmy Butler to Miami, I think is gonna be big because he was the one guy that could get a bucket for you that could create his own shot, that didn't need other guys to set him up. Like, Embiid's great and all that, but he needs, like, people to get him the ball and to set up yeah. a place for him. Now, Tobias Harris, dude, $180 million, $36 million annually for five years. Like, I don't he know.
1: Ref- he just, in my opinion, he fit the team
2: better. Than sure. Jerry Butler did. From a chemistry standpoint, yeah. yeah from like yeah.
1: better locker room guy, definitely. Yeah. You need to stretch four with Embiid, right? Like you need to stretch big with Ben Simmons. Like, I, I, I don't hate it. This is a close. This was, um, I, you know, we I don't know if we, did we give we, we read them all, for eight. This was close to, for me to be the contract you wouldn't dish out, but you understand why they did it. This was close. Uh-huh. I was very close to putting Tobias Harris there because. I don't think he's worth that money, but I totally understand why they did it.
2: I just would have kept Butler, man, and maybe would have... If,
1: if if, if Embiid and Simmons progress and get better, I think Tobias Harris is good enough to be your third
2: best player to make the finals. Sure, I... but now, now, like, is he even the third best? Like, I think Horford's better than him. Agreed. You know? You're right. We'll get to Horford in a little bit, but Tobias Harris, yeah, for me, I just think that's a lot for a guy who... I understand why these guys get paid, but could Tobias Harris ever be an All-NBA guy? No. On any team? What's crazy is he turned down... uh,
1: First of all, shout out Tobias Harris. His birthday was two days ago. His birthday was Monday, July 15th. Um, And he's from New York, which is dope. Uh, He turned down an $80 million extension from the Clippers last year. He bet on himself. Shit, that gamble definitely paid off. Smart man. Um, But, dude, he shot close to 50% from the field... Forty percent from three, eighty-five, eighty-six percent from the field goal, uh, from the free throw line, twenty and eight guy. Um, you know,
2: clo- This was close. You know, this was close for me. It was definitely close. Which contract will age the best? Meaning a contract that right now might have been. Well, I'll just you, describe you, mine. You can lean, You can go first. I said Julius Randall. I agree. Julius Randall got three years, sixty-two million dollars, twenty point seven annually. Let me tell you guys something. It's actually starting to cut off. It's actually eighteen with incentives to get it to twenty. Ooh, even yes. better. Yes, even better. Exactly. Well, his cap hit, as I have it in front of me right now. Oh, you're right. It's eighteen million dollars a cap hit for twenty nineteen, which is awesome. He he he's had a, twenty and ten last year. He's
1: a, he. He's,
2: Yo, I did a video for Chat Sports, and I said this if Julius Randle drops 20 and 10 for the Knicks this year, he'll be an All-Star. Yeah. The fans are going to push him in. They're going to get him in. The, the 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 New York fan base is going to get it. he's going to be voted an All-Star.
1: Julius Randle, say what you want about his size. He's undersized. He plays really hard. And one thing about Julius Randle, he's productive. He can fill it up. Um he filled it up with the Pelicans. He filled it up with the Lakers. I love Julius Randle's game. Um you know, say which one about being undersized, but it's a positionless NBA at this point. So, you know, huge fan of that. Um, yeah, last year twenty-one and 8. 21 and nine actually. If you want to kind of be, you know, if you want, if you want to kind of yeah, round close up. to twenty-one and ten. Yeah, without a doubt, Tw- twenty and ten. Twenty and ten is realistic for him. Yeah. Um, efficient. I, I, I'm with you. And 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 just the fact that it's eighteen mil per. There's guys getting close to double that.
2: Yeah, and also, like, when you think about it, you know, the the reason why it was a disaster for the Knicks, and it was fun to pick on the Knicks, and shout out to that hashtag, uh, Knicks, Knicks for, for clicks. clicks, which is super true. Uh, you know, the Nets have the biggest free agency of all time, and everyone's talking about the Knicks. Um, you know, sure, they strike out on Kyrie Irving and Kemba and all these guys and Durant, obviously, and we were saying for the longest time that Durant was coming to New York. We actually had a very reliable source tell us, around this time last year like yeah katie's coming to new york we just it was but we didn't know which new york he's like yeah his his businesses are moving here uh he actually owns this company we won't mention the company that we're talking about but it's like yeah he's coming here so we knew then now and they told us like it might be brooklyn it might be new york right um julius randall man it's 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 a nice signing.
1: It's a guy who. If you he. Sorry to cut you off, but he. It's like you said. It's a nice signing. If you're have a, if you have a young team, that we know the Knicks probably won't be that great. He he, he like I, I keep saying, he's gonna be productive. He's gonna be a guy that you need on, on you know on a bad team because or, or or on a on a not a great team you know because you you need guys that can kind of help you you know get over the hump. What contract is
2: gonna age the best for you? Or did I, you, oh, you I agreed, agree with Julius? I agree with okay, Randall, yeah, that's without, fair. Without a doubt. That's fair. All right. Next up, which contract will age the worst? DeAndre Jordan. Okay, so this is funny. <laughs> uh, I feel you on this. DeAndre Jordan got four for forty, right? Yeah. Um, um nine point eight against the cap. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. The Nets are really paying for Durant, close to two hundred million dollars for three years. Because he's not going to play next year with the Achilles unless he has some miraculous comeback. Like, even if he follows the Boogie path, Boogie came back in January, tore his Achilles in February, right? You're looking at he tore his Achilles in June, come back in May. Are the Nets even going to be playing in the second round in the Eastern Conference? Who knows, right? So, that's a wash. And then you paid, basically, DeAndre Jordan for. To get to get Durant to come there. So you're paying $200 million for KD coming off an Achilles. Which, look, as Knicks fans, that should be the hill we should die on, bro. Like, yo, why would you sign Durant off a of torn Achilles? Despite me being very outspoken and saying that, yo, I think he's going to be fine. I'd still give him the max. But, you know, just to mess around it and have some fun. Better. Make us feel better as Knicks fans. Yeah, that's that's the hill I would die on. So yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I I'm sorry I stole your thunder, but tell me about DeAndre Jordan. No, I mean, dude, look, the, like
1: you meant you hit it on the head. The move was purely executed to land KD and Kyrie because they were they they were a crew. They got tight on the Team USA team. That's how it all started. No, we hit- should
2: start using that for like betting going forward, like years down the line. Like next time there's an Olympics, like what's the. What's the what, three-man... What's
1: the three-man crew that got tight? Yeah, like,
2: what are the reports? We got to follow some beat writers that follow the team and be like, yo, let's start, like, buying stock on these teams going forward or these guys. Because, yo, you saw, it with the, uh, you saw it with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, yeah. right? You saw the reports. Uh, apparently, Russell Westbrook and Paul George on, like, some FIBA team got close, and they opened up the idea of them playing together. Draymond recruited Durant there through FIBA, so, with Team USA. So, look out for that, guys. It's a good call. No, it's just, it's a, it's a head-scratcher when you look at the deal individually.
1: But, you know, as you mentioned, it brought over the two other guys. So, kind of, you know, it makes you sleep at night. That's fine. But, look, he, DeAndre Jordan finished last year on the Knicks. And, you know, there were rumblings that he wouldn't even get two years. Yeah. And so, he got four.
2: Uh, so. Has anyone fallen off a cliff more than him? Like, this guy was an All-NBA center two years ago.
1: Yeah, he, you know what it is? He's, sol- he's solid. <laughs> he's solid. I'll give him that. That's about
2: it. That's about it. All right, that's He's three. not,
1: like, terrible yet. No, yeah. But, now nah, he's not. It's not, the, it's not, the, it's not the, the amount of money he got per year. It's the length. Mm. It's 4 over 40. Yeah. That's the, you know what I'm saying? That's the issue. If they would have given him 2 over 20, that's fine. I, there's no problem.
2: I even feel like if they did like two two for 30, people would have been fine exactly. with Exactly,
1: but it's, it's the, yeah. those two extra years yeah. are going to kill them.
2: Well, that's how I feel about Al Horford. That's my pick for this one, which Got contract it. will age the worst. Look, Al Horford right now, 33 years old, four for 109. I am hyped if I have Al Horford for these first two years. Now, when he's 36, 37, and you're paying him that kind of money, this is a guy who has played a lot of minutes, you know. So I think with Al Horford, like, do you think that they signed him because he was like a Joel Embiid stopper? Not stopper, but he played him really well. Yeah. So if you can't beat him, join him. Yeah. Or if
1: they, if, if you can't beat him, have him join you.
2: Yeah. So uh, now that's one, like, you know, and you you weaken a, an opponent that that's another good point. Is in your conference. That's another thing you got to look at with these moves, man. The, so. I we have to jump ahead
1: because yeah. I want to talk about Al Horford,
2: uh-huh. but he's
1: my guy for contract. You wouldn't dish out, but you understand why. Oh, okay. So tell uh, me why. So, um, for four years, one hundred nine mil. Um, it's funny in my notes here. I have he's the one guy that can check and beat in the post, which is a huge plus. Um, but look, the one thing about Horford, you talk to guys around the Celtics or just around the NBA, he can fit in with anybody. Yeah, He can space the floor. He's a good passer. He's really good on defense. He's a team guy. What
2: about this thing that you can't put a number on? We've touched on it in the past. Paul Millsap, how he improved Jokic. There you go. Chris Paul, how he improved Harden. Not for nothing, Harden became MVP when Chris Paul got there, right? How much do you think that weighs into this where Al Horford is joining the Sixers and maybe the Sixers brass is like, hey, man, yo, Jowell, this is a – bona fide pros pro, pro, right? Like, he's he's a dude, right? Listen to him. We'll sh- let him show you the ropes. Yeah. I think that's why the Knicks signed Taj Gibson for Mitchell Robinson. Nice. Like, look, Taj Gibson isn't going to make an all-NBA team ever, but... Yo, he was a beast when he was with the Bulls, and he's, he's a, a good locker room guy. He's a pro. He's been, he has the experience. And, like, some of these young guys, like, yeah. you're just not used to going on an 82-game season and traveling and all that. So I'm, um, uh, that's where I think the Horford thing needs to be factored that's into That's awesome. That money. That's a good
1: point. And the one thing that's really interesting about Philly now is they're fucking big. Yeah. You have three guys in your starting lineup over 6'10", or three— you have three guys at six ten or higher on your starting lineup, right? You got Simmons, you got Horford, and now you have Embiid. What's Harris though? Isn't
2: Harris like tall too? Wow, you're right. Harris is like what six nine or some shit. So yeah, yeah.
1: they're gonna have a they're gonna have a really 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 big team, which is interesting. Um, when you think about the NBA kind of progressing towards a small ball lineup, they're kind of you know you know we love to use the term zigging when everyone's zagging. zagging yeah. Um, so look, you know, like you said, the first two years of this contract are going to be great, right? Yeah. Hopefully, even the third is solid, and then maybe you can trade him in the fourth year on for an expiring, you know, an expiring deal or something like that. But either way, like you said, I think, you know, the you know the point you made is great. You know, the kind of the mentoring of of Embiid is huge, and then and then the thing that I mentioned is just Horford's a guy that can play with anybody. You can put him anywhere. You can put him on the elbow. You can put him at the top of the key. You can put him in the post. He's a passer. He's great on defense. Like he's a really good team guy. So, um, you know. I I don't know if I'd do it, but I I fucking totally understand why.
2: Yeah, I'm about to throw you a curveball, son, and I'm sorry. But I know this is where you're elite at. Here's a contract that makes no sense. Harrison Barnes got four for 85.
1: Yo, man, the (coughs) only thing that I can say is they had to resign him at that number because they traded for him. (sighs) They traded for him to try to make a playoff push, and they were selling the fan base. We're going to say, hey, we're going to resign him. Don't worry. And so you had to, you know what I mean? You can't trade assets for a guy that you're going to plan on resigning and then don't resign him.
2: Oh man, that's rough. But he's Wait, so, he's young. I'll give you that. He's 27. Who's so, his agent, by the way? I don't know. Because he's killing it. He's guys. Yeah. You got the money from the Mavs, right? Yep. And then Jeff Schwartz.
1: Oh, that's a I I feel like,
2: I feel like I know that guy.
1: Not like know him. I know yeah, his name. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like every
2: like CAA agent. I mean, yo, if you run it back with that core and, and like, Bagley they're and close. Fox going the next step and the other Bogdanovich, also this Bogdanovich that signed with Utah, I really like that addition, too. You like that one, too. That one could be interesting, though. He's, like, 30 years old. Yeah, he's, like, he's yeah. giving him
1: $16, $17 million a year. It's, like...
2: Well, they're all doing that now because they don't got to pay Gobert and Mitchell yet. Yeah. It's just going to hit the fan with them. But then they got Conley coming off the books, too. All right, let's, let's just stay uh, on task. Uh, contract, you, you wouldn't do... But you would understand why. Chris Middleton.
1: I feel like I had that and I got rid of it.
2: I think you might have. And when I told you it. I, I couldn't agree with you more. That's a very, very good selection. Look, M- Middleton is fine. Now, is he $178 million over five years? Fine. I don't know. Like, that's, that's a lot for a guy who's like, he was an all-star last year. I get that. But the East was also like not. It's not really a weak East. It's a very weak East. I don't know, man. I understand why they do it because you're like, yo, look, we were just in the Eastern Conference finals. If, if Giannis doesn't foul out in game three, we're looking at everything completely different with Toronto going on that run. They were up they're up 2 nothing, and they're in Toronto game three, and like right. back against the ropes. Then it goes to overtime. Giannis fouls out, and then the rest is history. But it's like, yo, with Middleton. He does disappear in some big spots. I didn't think like he had a really good. I don't know what his numbers were. I don't have it in front of me, but he didn't stick out to me like he had an elite yeah. playoff run. And if that's your second guy to Giannis, I don't know, man. I think that's a lot. That's I, sort of how I feel about Tobias Harris, also. I don't know if they could have kept Brogdon and uh, Middleton.
1: Brogden got a lot of money in the trade. Yeah, and he a went to, a to trade the Pacers. The Pacers which what Who I would you
2: have kept? <laughs>
1: I, I... Damn. You know what it is? They resigned. So it's a they little, uh, resigned Bledsoe.
2: It's a little alarming that a guy just got $178 million and then the other guy signed for eighty-five. million. For four? For four. And, like, you're, you're hesitant. You're contemplating
1: on which one's more important? Yeah. I mean, look, Middleton's the better player, but I think it's, it's thinking about both of them at the number. Right. Like, would you rather have...
2: Well, what, do you know what Middleton's per year is? Middleton per year is thirty-five point six. Brogdon per year seven, is uh, twenty-one point two five. So I you're looking at like let's just say fourteen million more. I think I'd rather have Brogden at that number, but that's that's the that's that's what I'm saying too. Like I'd rather have Brogdon. and, and like yo, Middleton is he's fine. He's he'd Hope, be uh, maybe uh, hopefully like
1: if you if I had to guess, Giannis. You know, the, the, Like, has the,
2: Middleton hit his ceiling, though, as a player? Like, I think that's the best Middleton could do is what he did last year. As long as he kind of
1: reproduces that.
2: If he just, like, duplicates and runs that back? We'll be fine. That's fair. Um,
1: look, the one thing about the Bucks, man, is they're trying to keep Giannis happy. And there's no reports that he's leaving. You know? 2021, baby. Come nah, to the big apple. <laughs> no. But I'm just saying, like, I think, you know, they're doing everything that they can to kind of just, like, Cause Giannis wants to win more than anything, right? Yeah, that's what all he talks about is winning, winning, winning. Yeah, and so it's a good look, you know. a Couple of years before you got to resign, you're you got to resign. They're keeping, you, you know, call him your your running mate or your wingman. They're keeping him, they're keeping him long term as well. I just think it's a you
2: know, it's a way to pacify you know Giannis. Can I give you Can I give you one like, off the radar kind of signing that I love? That I think a guy could play, like, big minutes in the playoffs and whatnot. Yeah. Avery Bradley with the Lakers. Now, look, he's kind of been ghost since he left Brad Stevens. But
1: he, like, like it's, it was Detroit, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm you're not, not holding him that. against? Hell no. He's going to kill it in in Lakerland. I'm right. telling you.
2: Yeah. All right. I think this is a good place to stop. NBA free agency madness. Woo! Uh, what are we doing? Are we going bi-weekly now with NBA? Unless, like, some wild shit happens. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's fair. Uh, maybe we'll do some NBA uh, summer league. RJ? What do you think of RJ real quick as we sign he, off? I think
1: he improved. Because I was
2: ready to, like, I was like, yo, we should have traded number three for, like, two extra timeouts a game. Like, I was like, <laughs> I did not like those first two games not, for RJ. I, I
1: think that he improved. One thing that it showed you about RJ is the fact that He's a quick learner, right? He's a he's a he's a study guy. Yeah, I'm sure the team was you know what making him watch film, but he fixed the errors he was making earlier on, and yeah. you saw it right away. That's yeah. one thing that I'm kind of you know I I I'm loving, dude Mitchell Robinson. You know we're we're Knicks homers, all, all NBA, um, first, all summer league first NBA, all, the first team all NBA summer league, um couple kids that stood out, you know, or, or one kid, Lonnie Walker, got
2: hurt last year. Yeah. It's going to be a problem. Uh, Edwards from Edward, the Celtics. Carson Edwards. I watched a lot more summer league than I thought I was. Yeah. Um, Knicks tape, baby. No, you now know, know what it is. NBA it
1: is. It's, it's 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 doesn't sleep now. I,
2: I think the momentum from free agency, I was like, damn, son, I need my fix. Uh, and then Harrow. The and team. I mean, yo, and and look, for the Knicks, as Knicks fans, like, that's basically the team we're running without just Julius Randle isn't playing. You know that
1: that was an, well. That was another thing. Like the, the yeah. whole Knicks roster is like pretty Basically. much on the uh
2: But Harrow on the Heat looked really good. Yeah. Um.
1: So, I know. But Lonnie Walker for me was one of the guys that uh, stood out. Stood out for sure. Um. He got hurt last year. He, he got the. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he's got the crazy haircut on the Spurs, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Killed it. Yo, they lost him, and they didn't have Deontay Murray too. Deontay Murray got hurt like before the season started, right? Yo, watch out for the Spurs, son. Shady, sleeping giant, man. Sleeping giant. Yeah. Uh, All right. Good place for us to stop here. VM NBA show. NBA free agency. Impy, where can they find you? IMPY718. You already know on Twitter and Instagram. What about you, Nick? At the Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. At Veterans Minimum is the show handle. Make sure you guys follow us there on Instagram and on Twitch. And we will catch you guys next time on VM. Peace.